Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday, it's November 30th, it's 2022. 13 NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast. Monster Slate means we're bringing in the big guns. Got my buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. Uh, always a good time coming on with my, my good friend, Stevie TPFL with the morning grind. Um, like you said, man, big slate today. A lot of a lot of games, a lot of players. Uh, don't don't look now. I'm sure there's going to be some injury news coming later that may rock our socks off. But uh, we're going to do our very best to try to put people in a position to make some money before that news even comes out. Yeah, first look podcasts, like I always say, especially on a slate like this, um, a lot's going to change from the time that we're recording this Tuesday night um, till the slate. I mean, I think the biggest news coming into the slate is SGA questionable. I mean, no doubt about it. If he's in or if he's out, I mean, the Vegas line definitely suggests that he's likely going to play, but Vegas isn't always right. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the... That's the the biggest news that we're looking at coming into this slate. Um, I mean, there's some news that we already have that's kind of big, but yeah, I mean, question mark wise, I think that's the biggest one. So we're going to jump into that. If you're watching on YouTube, what's up? How's it going? Hope everyone has a great Tuesday. Missed you all on Tuesday. It was a really late night for me on Monday night. So skipped over the three game slate and uh, hope everyone had a fantastic Tuesday. We're back today. 
on YouTube live morning grind page. Um, and we're brought to you by Sleeper Fantasy. If you haven't checked them out, promo code Grinders over there on Sleeper gets you a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred bucks. Also gets you in the Rotor Grinders squad. If you're already a member over on Sleeper, you can go to the podcast description and click the link, and then easily get into the Rotor Grinders squad as well. I'm posting stuff over there all the time. Um, there's a ton of people posting stuff and I mean, I follow it all the time. I love it. I just, the, the joint sweat, which my boy, Will Priester has kind of coined in the industry. Um, so check him out over there on sleeper, check Will out over there on the prop shop on discord. We're going to jump right in a lot of games, a lot to talk about. We get started here at Philadelphia at Cleveland two eleven and a half and a half total in this game. Cleveland is a four point favorite. Harden and Maxi remain out for Philadelphia. Allen, Love, and Rubio remain out for Cleveland. We have a lot of good games on this slate. This game may be a good basketball game, but DFS-wise, Embiid's 11-4, Mitchell's 89, Garland's 86. Tobias and Melton are still priced up like Embiid is out. Is there anything here on the Philadelphia side that you like? Ooh, Stevie, not much. Uh, I mean, I, I think you hit the nail on the head here with the analysis. Melton, Milton, Tobias, all these guys are priced up like B's going to continue to sit, man. And I I don't think I can play any of these guys except Embiid. Like, he would be the only consideration for me on the Philly side. And that's it. I don't want to play anyone else from Philly. Yeah, I've been playing Shake Milton like like every slate um, since I've been back and he's been playing on. Um, He's just – he's so good. His usage didn't really go down with Embiid being back. The assists kind of stayed the same. The rebounds went down a little bit, but he's finally kind of priced where he should be. Like we we talked about him being underpriced for a week. It seemed like he's finally sixty nine hundred. He's almost seven k. Tough yeah. matchup against Cleveland. I don't think. I think this is where I'm jumping off. I'm jumping off on the Shake Milton train. Could burn me. Um, it, it's just I, I don't think this is the spot to continue to play him and. Honestly, looking at the Cleveland side of things, like Dean Wade, Evan Mobley, these guys are going to play minutes. Um, tough minutes, though, against Philadelphia. Evan Mobley, maybe. Like, he would probably maybe. be the guy with Allen and Love out. It's just, I don't love the matchup. Yeah, I, I think that's where I am. Like, Mitchell and Garland both being, you know, upper – upper 8Ks. Now, Mitchell has been in the 9K range and has, has produced at, at, at those price tag levels. Uh, but I think if I'm playing one person from Cleveland, it's uh, it's it's absolutely um, it's absolutely Mobley. I mean, at, at 7,100, his minutes are, are squarely intact now. He's got enough upside. And we've seen him put up, I think, 40 in back-to-back games. Let me check that. I do want to make sure I'm right. Yes, 40 to 40-plus in back-to-back games. If the game is tight, which I think it will be, I think we're looking at 35 minutes here with ease. I think his floor is going to be intact regardless. And now just whether or not he has the upside. 18 points, 15 rebounds in one game, 20 points, 13 in another. I mean, that's that's what we're looking for out of our big man. So I like him a lot at 7,100. I mean, the reason that – I don't have a ton of interest in this game. Just to like quickly go over it, we have two of the top four defensive teams in the NBA. Cleveland's third, Philadelphia's fourth, and we have two of the slowest four teams in the NBA with Philadelphia in 27th and 
and Cleveland's in 29th. Like two really solid basketball teams, two of the better teams in the East in general, but just not the best DFS environment. So we're moving on. We got Orlando or Atlanta at Orlando, 225 total here. Um, Atlanta is a six-point favorite. Bogdanovich, questionable. Johnson, questionable as well on the Orlando side. Obamba is questionable. Wendell Carter Jr. already out. We've had him questionable a lot um, this year, like going into slates, but he's already been ruled out for this game. Isaac Suggs and Okiki um, out as well for the Magic. Going to the Atlanta side first. Trey Young's 9700 The price tag is – the matchup is great. Um, the Orlando Magic, not a great defensive team by any means. Um, I think they're third worst in the NBA. Yeah, third worst in the NBA. Atlanta is going to try to push the pace of this game. Uh, they play fast. Orlando plays kind of slow. What are your thoughts here on the Atlanta Hawks? Uh, I mean, it's it's a good spot for, me, for these guys. Uh, Clint Capella, his price is – you know, been pretty stable here in this mid 6K range. Uh, John Collins, his price is seemingly starting to stabilize in this mid 5K range. But as I've spoken about before, Stevie, like at this price level, we've got a lot of meat on the bone 47 fantasy points against Miami, 40 against Philly. Um, yeah, I, I think we can continue to play him as long as the minutes are, are there. This should be a good good spot against Orlando. I just think at 5,700, that gets me really excited now. I do understand that Capella sat one of those games, though, and I get that for, like, dental reasons or something like that, but I don't care. At that price, I'm in uh, on some John Collins shares and absolutely would be in on Trey Murray. Trey Young, excuse me. Uh, DeJounte Murray, man – Started out the season fairly hot, but man, his upside seems to be capped. We're starting to get the price discount even at 8,800. I just, I'm, I'm afraid to pull the trigger right now. Um, whereas earlier this season at 8,800, I was feeling I would have felt great if you would have told me he was a thousand dollars cheaper than Trey, but I just I can't pull the trigger at that price right now. Capella's at 12 and a half rebounds right now on a couple of the fantasy prop sites. I like the over. Um, this is a fantastic matchup for Capella. I wish it was a little lower in general, but Moritz Wagner, boy, oh, boy. And if if Mo Bamba end up – they're three of the worst defensive centers in the NBA. This is a, a spot where if Capella gets that, you know, 34, 35 minutes, I mean, it could be the best game he's had all season. So, um, I, I, yeah. like – uh, just he he could smash in this spot so it's all going to be about minutes um i wish the rebounds were a little bit lower but I, I still think i'd take the over on 12 and a half on the orlando side of things i mean with Suggs out so many question marks just in general um paulo played 39 minutes the other night we were i was kind of waiting for his minutes to come back um after missing a couple games i mean he came back and he put 36 minutes so um it's just He's he's eighty two hundred. This is a guy that like we we saw have like sixty point upside already this season. We know he can get into the fifties. If this game stays close, I think he's going to need a big game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm with you hundred percent. I also Stevie, in terms of how this whole team is shaking out, like so many injuries, like. 
do do we even think they keep this game close? Well, I mean, Cole like, Anthony's supposed to be back. No, I know, oh. but he I don't think he's gonna move the needle too much. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean I, I think Franz and Paulo are good enough. Boyle Boyles, he's been, you know, consistently decent. Um I think the game stays close with the game being in Orlando. Um Yeah. I mean, Apollo did play think... 40 minutes. Like, I get it. Yeah. So, I, I mean, the starters are going to play their minutes, right? Like, Paulo, Boyle, Boyle, Franz. Um, it'd be really interesting to see, like, what the role is for Fultz and um, what the role is for Anthony here, like, minutes-wise. Like, are they going to do, like, four or five-minute shifts, like, between the two of them, maybe? Um, so I, I mean, it'd be really interesting to see if we get any news on that and any news on like who's going to start and stuff. Uh, because I mean, Fultz is going to be back, Anthony's going to be back, Suggs. Um, yeah, it's interesting, right? Um, when it comes to the Orlando Magic in general here, because I mean, they are dealing with a ton of injuries. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Paolo. Boyle Boyle at 7,200, he he can go for 40-plus. It's a 13-game slate, though, Will. Like, we really need our That's, guys to to produce. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, awkward spot for, for Orlando. Good spot for, for Atlanta. All right, we got Miami at Boston. 224.5 total here. Boston, a nine-point favorite. So, on my injury report for this game on the Miami side, I wrote, Butler out, whole team questionable. Um and it's true. Yeah, it's like all joking aside, right? Like outside Hero, of Bam and Lowry, like everybody's questionable. Yeah, Martin Struss, Hero, um, Deadman. There were like Yoke Jovich. Um, uh, there was like Duncan Robinson, Vincent. I, I think there was like eight people questionable on the injury report. I just wrote whole team questionable. So. Uh, and then on the Boston side, Brown is questionable, which is something that we'll definitely be paying attention to. Gallo and Williams remain out. Um, I mean, Miami's Miami's tough here. You know, the game environment isn't the best, but I mean, this might be one of the, the smallest rotations we get depending on who's in and who's out here um, for the Miami Heat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we, we just saw, and I'm referencing Boston for a reason, but we just saw Boston play another shorthanded team in the Charlotte Hornets the other night and just absolutely blew the roof off early and, and never looked back. And, you know, even being down Brown, if Miami's down so many guys, I, I think Boston kind of handles them here. That does not mean we won't get the fantasy production because we've seen Kyle Lowry go back to the Fountain of Youth a couple of times since Butler and the gang has been out and put up some masterful performances. Um, this should be a competitive matchup. And so – Lowry at 7,300 if Hero and Vincent and Struss and Robinson. and If all those guys sit, like Martin, I, I think you have to consider Lowry um, and, and Bam for sure. So, I mean, you look at Bam and if we look at the last seven games for him, he has over 30% usage in five of those seven games. Uh, like yeah. his usage is just through the roof right now. Um, I mean, he had 32 and 38 actual points in the last two games. If this game stays close, and I, I don't know if it necessarily doesn't stay close. I, I think if this game does stay close, I, I think Bam is my favorite play from Miami. 
And then the rest will just be like who's in, who's out. Kyle Lowry at 7,300. I have a tough time playing him with Bam in. He crushed with Bam out. Um, yeah, definitely going to be paying attention to this injury news here. On the Boston side, if Brown sits, uh, Jason Tatum shot 28 times um, against Charlotte the other night with with Brown out. Um, I know 10 is a, a steep price tag, but he has 60-plus point upside in this one. What are your yeah. thoughts on the Boston side? Yeah, if 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 uh, Brown is out, I'm in on Tatum. Um, I, I think I'd actually even still be in on Al Horford in, in a few shares at 5,500 um, because, you know, a, a lot of these guys are still playing big minutes. You know, I, I, uh, I think I'd be in on Smart, probably in on a little bit of Brogdon, um, which, you know, so here's the thing with Brogdon, right? Like he's playing low minutes, but the fantasy production is there from time to time. He, I don't think he's got forty point ceiling, but he's got some mid thirties. Like I, I don't mind mid thirties for Malcolm Brogdon here at a fifty three hundred dollar price tag, knowing that there may be some opportunity for him to get off coming out of the bench. So uh, I like that a ton. All right. Moving on, we got Milwaukee at New York facing the Knicks. Uh, two twenty-six and a half total here. The Bucks are a five and a half point favorite. The Knicks on the second end of a back-to-back. They handled the first end of the back-to-back very well. Um, what are your thoughts here on Milwaukee? Uh, like Milwaukee, don't love Milwaukee. Uh, I don't feel like I have to play anyone, but I do like Drew Holiday's price continuing to plummet at seventy-three hundred. I think he's in that range now where you just start playing him. He's a little bit too cheap, I think. Yeah, I mean, this game's really interesting, but I mean, I, I think you have to have some interest in Drew. He really hasn't had that like explosive game here recently, but this is a guy that we know can go for 50 plus. So I'm with you on yeah. Drew Holiday might just be too cheap. Um I mean, outside of him, if it wasn't a huge slate, like Brooke Lopez in close games this year has been getting around 30 minutes. He's been super consistent. Big slate. I don't think he has a ceiling enough to win you a tournament. Um, Grayson Allen has been putting up a lot of shots and shooting the ball really well at 4,900. Good matchup against the Knicks. They don't play defense. Um, I could see Giannis having a big game here at 12-4, but he really, I, I think, like on – well, correct me if I'm wrong, but like on a 13 game slate, we, we're needing like 70 plus from Giannis at this price, maybe. Yeah, like I, I think 70 is the magic number at 12 4 on a 13 gamer because they're gonna, there's going to be some 6K guy that puts up a 50 burger. I can't tell you who it is, but it's going to happen. And if you've got that right combination of that with other guys that are putting up 40, and what, what if Brown is out and Jason Tatum puts up 60? Like, yeah. I don't feel like Giannis is optimal on this slate at all. Yeah. I don't ever want to say fade Giannis, but one time in the last, what, six, 14, 15 games, he's gone for 70 plus. And like, he's scoring 30 points a night. He's just not doing some of the other stuff that he was doing before. So that's my, I I don't know why. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like one game he had 37, Stevie, and he didn't eclipse 60 fantasy points. He had 37 real points. 
and he did not eclipse 60. Like, to be honest, in the prop game at this point, at 29 and a half points or 30 and a half, and, and avoid DFS. Um, on the Knicks side of things, like we just watched um, Julius Randle have a game, Ooh. you know, last night. My, I mean, obviously my concern is a back-to-back with travel because they were in Detroit. They're traveling back to New York here. Um, I mean, that worries me. They didn't play like their normal minutes, so maybe I shouldn't be as worried. You know, Mitch Rob had a good game. Grimes had a good game. But Julius Randle, he, I think he went for like 30, what was it, 35 or 36 actual points. Um, I was reading something on Twitter earlier it was like he was plus 35 or something on the court. Like it was crazy. He had, he had a game. Um, He's eight K. This is a tough matchup um, for Randall and and just the Knicks in general. Am I missing anything here? Like I'm really not in love with anything outside of maybe some shots on, on Mitch Rob at 4,500. Yeah, I think that's your one guy because everybody else is pretty much priced appropriately. Like you talked about, Randall at 8K, RJ at 66, uh, Brunson at 76. Like these guys are priced where they should be. But man, oh man, oh man, Mitch Rob at 4,500 is always in play, Stevie. Always, as long as he's getting real minutes. I think after this start, he'll easily be back up over 5K, probably 52, 5,300. And even then, I'd still play him. So I, I, I'm with you. Mitch Rob at 4,500, definitely too cheap, unless they decide to sit him because he was, you know, had some issues there on a back to back. But I don't think that happens. I think they're rolling back out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only other guy that I think you could take some tournament shots on would be like Cam Reddish. But he yeah. just came back. Is he going to? get normal workload on the the second end of a back-to-back. I mean, I guess that's in the risk. Um, Or, yeah, he only played like 17 minutes last night, so maybe. I don't know. I I think Mitch Rob is really it. Um, I mean, I I played Jalen Brunson last night, and I was like, all right, he's off to a great start, and he only played like 18 minutes. Um, The game just wasn't close, and they didn't need him, so yeah. Uh, it's an interesting spot for the Knicks here going up against Milwaukee in the second end of a back-to-back. Washington at Brooklyn, 224 total. Brooklyn is a six-point favorite in this one. Hachimara and Wright are out for Washington. Simmons and Warren out for Brooklyn. We'll start here with the Washington side of things, Will. Um, I mean, pretty straightforward what we have here with no Hachimara, no Wright. What are your thoughts on Washington? Yeah, um, you know, I don't, I don't think I want to play Bradley Beal. I think I'm out on Bradley Beal at that price. Uh, should be a good game against Brooklyn, but once again, I'm not enthused about the price. Now, Denny Avdia uh, is someone that I've had some interest in. I really prefer, prefer him to be playing 30 minutes. So he did play 27 against Boston, 19 against Minnesota, What and what was, you know, a, fair, a fairly good blowout. I think I'm willing to roll the dice at 55K, understanding that this should be a close game. Um, I, I don't want to play Kyle Kuzma at all. Um, you know, at 8,300, he's been playing fine, but, man, that's very expensive. I know he's been 
mid 40s, but I, I think it's too close for comfort for me. Like Kyle Kuzma could easily fall off the cliff here. Chris Asports is 8,500. A lot of things are running through him. Had, a, had an amazing night the other night, but uh, at 8,500, I feel like this is probably where he should be priced. And so I'm, I'm going to avoid him as well. I mean, I think Porzingis has the upside to break any slate. Um, it's just he's so expensive now. And with Kuzma and Beal healthy as well, it's tough for me. Thing is, like, the other side of this game, like, I have some some interest in, like, Claxton at 58 with no Simmons. I think oh, it's super yeah. interesting. That's, that's um, a big – I think that's actually bigger news than people think for his yeah, rebound. yeah. And, like, I mean, even Kyrie could play a bigger role with no Simmons. So, I have interest in the Brooklyn side. I'm struggling to figure out where I want to get, if any, Washington exposure. Um, And I don't know if you necessarily on a 13-game slate need Washington exposure because I do think this game is going to stay remotely close. But, yeah, I'm just – I'm struggling where to get it because Washington's so expensive. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, going – Oh, go ahead. I think the last thing I was going to say is this is going to feel yucky, and, and maybe we don't need this kind of salary relief on this slate. But, I mean, Joe Harris played mid-30s minutes last night at 3,800. The last slate, excuse me, at 3,800. I'm mildly interested because he can put the ball in the hole from three and maybe pick up a few peripherals like – once again, we, we may not need that kind of salary relief. We may get it in a different spot, but I, I do have some interest there as well at 3,800. Brooklyn side, like I said, I like Claxton. Um, 5,800 seems really juicy for Claxton. We're going we're gonna to see his rebounds pop up a little bit in this game. And, I mean, rebounding and being involved in the game is going to open up other stuff. What are your thoughts here on the Nets? Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's kind of where you go now. And this is something we've talked about. Like as long as Simmons was in, we kind of wanted to avoid these prices for KD and Kyrie. What I'll say now is Kyrie at eighty five hundred with one less mouth to feed, so to speak. Kind of you know down a part of the big like that's not bad for a guy who can put up 50, 60 in a night, like fantasy points wise. So. Um, I know we haven't seen the the crazy ceiling yet, but perhaps Ben Simmons not being involved as part of that. I'm willing to play Kyrie at 85 over KD, even though we know KD is the main offensive option. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm with you in tournaments to be different. Um, to save the money, too, I mean, KD is 11-2. If Kyrie has a, a decent – like, if Kyrie has a, a solid game in, in – KD just has a decent game that could easily work out. Um, I mean, higher higher potential for Kyrie for sure. I mean, there's a chance like Kevin Durant goes for 40-plus actual points in this game, so I don't think this is a, a fade spot by any means. It might be one of those spots where you look at Claxton rebound props and you look at KD's point props um, in this one. So, yeah. Which KD probably will come out around – I'd say 29 and a half now that Ben Simmons is out probably because he, he'd been around 27 and a half with Simmons in. I got to assume he gets the two point bump here. I like it though. I think he goes for yeah. over 30. Yeah. 
All right, San Antonio at OKC. Like we said at the beginning of the podcast, um, big news that we're going to be watching this one. It's a 237.5 total. The Thunder are five and a half point favorite. I mean, I said it at the beginning. I'm going to say it again. Um, yeah. I mean, Vegas definitely thinks SGA is going to play in this game. Uh, on the San Antonio side, Bates, the office questionable. Langstreet's questionable. Potals out. Richardson's questionable. SGA questionable. Um, like I said, on the Thunder side. Let's go to the San Antonio side first. I mean, no potal. I mean, is this a spot where Zach Collins plays minutes? Um, you got to because uh, Sokan is out as well. Yeah, Sokan Collins well. has got to play minutes. So, I mean, is this a 30-minute Zach Collins spot at 4,500 against OKC? I mean, that seems kind of juicy. It does. I, I'd be more comfortable penciling him in at probably around 25 minutes. But even at 25, I, I'm in on Zach Collins at 4,500. I think that's enough time for him to get it done. OKC has given up the most rebounds in the league for what it's worth. Yeah, I just – I don't know if they're going to play Bassey 20 minutes. I mean, he was getting some run with Potal out and when um, Collins was out too, right? Like, weren't they both out at the same time or something? And, I mean, that's when he was getting some run. But I, I think this is a Zach Collins 25-32 to 30, minute game at 4,500 fantastic spot yeah. um one of the top value plays on the slate i mean no potal could mean a little bit more rebounding for Keldon johnson at 7100 i think he has some really solid upside in this game and i don't ever hate taking shots on vassal um when he's shooting the ball well he can break a slate yeah absolutely um i mean he's probably where he should be now at 7700 and i don't feel like he's as necessary but in tournaments, I get it for sure. Uh, Derek in chat saying, Claxton and Collins feels risky on a 13-game slate. I don't think that's by any means. Um, I mean, well, with the injury news, especially with Podal out, yeah, I mean, yeah, Collins is someone that can smash. Yeah, Claxton is already going to be playing 32 to 35 minutes. Like He's fairly safe, actually. Uh, Claxton. Claxton is probably more safe than Collins, but Collins is going to get minutes because he's essentially the only big man left, mostly. So it feels, and he did say feels, but I don't know. I don't think it feels risky. I think they're both actually okay. They're going to have the minutes. Um, anything else on the San Antonio side? I mean, maybe Isaiah Roby getting some extra minutes. Um, DZ says Roby. Yeah, he says Roby uh, revenge. I, I just I don't know if he gets enough minutes. He's thirty two hundred. If he played twenty five minutes, um, he could definitely pay this off. Um, yeah, I mean the Thunder side of this game, everything revolves around SGA being in or out. Um, if SGA is out, Giddy Dort, um, they become excellent plays. Trey Mann at thirty three hundred. Would likely have to play thirty plus minutes with no SGA. Like he's if shoot. SGA is out, we're loading up on the Thunder. Yeah, and as I mentioned again, Trey Mann is going to shoot the basketball. Like he's not going to come in and take a back seat to anyone. The ball is going to be up, and 
this year. Uh, I think that's going to make Lou Dort more appealing at 5,400. Like they'll, they will have a fair amount of cheap pieces. How do we feel about Poku with no SGA who's already getting some minutes? Like this would be a very interesting team to attack uh, with no SGA, man. Uh, I think, ooh, juicy, juicy spot for them against the Spurs who, you know, are pretty much in the same situation as OKC at this point. A lot of young talent. All right, watch the SGA news. If SGA plays, Will, um, I mean, I, I I don't mind taking some shots on SGA uh, if they say he's a full go. I think it's like a left hip contusion. Like it sounds like a bruised left hip or something. Um, okay. If they say he's good to go, I mean, he has some upside at 10-3. If he plays, I mean, Dort's 54, Giddy 67. If SGA plays, I think SGA would be the only guy that I have a ton of interest in here. Yeah, maybe for sure. Poku at forty six. Yeah, moving I on. Mean, go ahead. Yeah, I say even with Poku at forty six, I'm more interested if, if SGA is out. Like if he's in, yep. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, if he's out, I'm loading up. All right, we got Memphis at – or no, Toronto at New Orleans. 224 total. New Orleans a one-point favorite. Precious and Porter out for Toronto. Ingram, Little out. McCollum and Nance questionable here for the Pelicans, starting with the Toronto side. What are your thoughts here on the Raptors? Uh, I mean – they're all, all getting minutes. I, I think Van Vliet is 7,500, Stevie. Like, this is one of those, I think, two cheap spots. I think he should be 8K. And so, you know, as a result, I think I'm I'm very interested. Uh, you know, we've got Gary Trent, whose minutes are in the mid-20s now. Like, he's not in the 30s. I think we pass on him. You got OG at 7,700. While I like OG, you know, I – him and Scotty Barnes, I'm just committed to not playing them until they get back to normalized pricing. And then Pascal Siakam, you know, at, at 96 like I think his minutes will continue to come along. I don't want to play him in this spot until, you know, we kind of see see him get back to normal minutes. But, you know, perhaps, perhaps he's going to be at normal minutes as long as the game is competitive. Uh, but I'm going to take a wait-and-see approach with him. I think for me it's just Van Vliet at 7,500. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a ton of interest here um, in Toronto in general. I think these guys are all kind of priced where they should be on the Toronto side. I mean, I, I don't mind the Van Vliet call at 7,500, but, I mean, again, another guy that hasn't been great recently. I mean, he has the upside, um, so the price is down because of that. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Siakam, I, I think the minutes will be there for Siakam. Um, I mean, 30 minutes in his return the other night. They love playing this guy minutes. 
if this game stays close, Siakam could play 35 to 40 minutes. So he has the ceiling to win you a tournament. On the New Orleans side of things, I mean, McCollum cleared protocol. I mean, they they have him as questionable for conditioning purposes. Um, I mean, it's it's really going to depend on him. I have interest in Trey Murray. We played him the other night. He had a great game um, with no Ingram in there. I don't think McCollum really affects him too much. I mean, I would definitely prefer McCollum to be out. Um, Alvarado, if if McCollum's out again. Uh, but Ingram being out is big here. Um, Zion, 8,600. They priced him up a little bit, but he's probably still too cheap. <laughs> yeah, Zion, I mean, man amongst boys the other night, man, really put on a, a clinic. Um, and shame on me, I had some Zion unders for the first half because with everybody playing, he's actually kind of gotten off the slow starts this season in terms of points, rebounds, and assists. But uh, I uh, I looked at um, the other night. He went over by one. But, I mean, 23, 8, and 8, like, just professional numbers, man. And, I mean, he could be on his way to another 50 spot yet again if McCullum were to sit. But I don't, I don't think – I'm with you. I don't think McCullum will, uh, will sit unless he's actually sit. Yeah, I mean, the conditioning is always something that, like, can, can teach can keep guys out but i mean how much did he i mean how bad did he have COVID? i mean we don't know um so we'll see what happens here with him whether or not he's going to play or not um i mean if 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 mccollum plays i I don't think you can play alvarado for what it's worth but if mccollum sits i think you can go back to the well on him and murphy for sure but i don't care who plays really if zion's in there at 8,600, I have interest in him. Um, he's going to get his shots, and, I mean, maybe his assist rate even goes higher with McCollum in there. So I like I like Zion a lot in this spot. Oh, yeah. All right, we got Memphis at Minnesota. 232 total in this game. Memphis, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Desmond Bain, Green, Williams out. Um, Brooks questionable. McDaniels questionable on the Minnesota side. McLaughlin and Cat out. We'll go with Memphis first. This screen, this game screams juicy, Will. Um, it, it's just trying to figure out the right pieces of this game because, I, I mean, it should be a back-and-forth type of game. I, I think someone like John Morant has 55 to 65-point upside in this spot. I mean, Triple J played 30 minutes the other night against the Knicks. If he's going to get 30 minutes, he's worth 7,100. What are you looking at here on the Memphis side? Uh, any and everybody that's available, Stevie, <laughs> or that's going to play meaningful minutes. Uh, man, this is a spot where I wish Desmond Bain was was playing and he was like 6K, you know what I mean? But I think long gone are the 6K Desmond Bain days uh, unless he comes back and just really stinks it up. But uh, Josh definitely, I think, on the superstar list tonight, um, and he may not even have as much ownership because if Brown is out, I think we'll gravitate to the Tatums and some other guys. But uh, Ja against Memphis, this just screams upside. So I, I'm in for sure. I actually don't even hate Steven Adams in this spot at 5,400. You know, may have to deal with a little bit little bit of Gobert. He hangs around for the 30 minutes rather than, you know, 28 to 25 to 28 minutes. 
And if so, you know, this is a guy we can get into the mid possibly 40 if he picks up a few blocks and steals. So did want to mention him because of the Gobert effect. And um, and then you've already mentioned Triple J at 7,100. Like if his minutes are there, you know, he, he's he's just – he's in big-time consideration in a, in a game where they should be able to uh, to play pretty fast here. I mean, the Minnesota side of things, I mean, I think the one of the biggest misprices on this slate is Rudy Gobert at 6,800 without Cat. Yep. I'll be watching his rebound prop as soon as it comes out. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see – his rebound prop is going to be something my, I definitely. My guess is twelve on. and a half. I'm it's taking been, you. Over. Yeah, it, it's been around twelve and a half most of the season, and it even got down to might maybe even gotten down to ten and a half or eleven and a half recently. I can't remember, but my guess is twelve and a half. I'm with you. I, I'd love to take you over in this spot here. Yeah, Minnesota. I mean, Memphis. Minnesota plays so fast, and Memphis is a team that plays pretty quick too. Um. Yeah, I mean, I love this spot for Rudy Gobert, but I also like the spot for Edwards and Russell. Um, I think there's some upside and some usage. Rudy Gobert is not a huge usage guy. He's just going to kind of demand um, the post role, which is nice. Um, if McDaniels is out, you could get like a, a Jalen Noel maybe at 3,900 if he remains. But if, if McDaniels plays, I have a ton of interest in him um, if they say he's good to go. So, Lot to look at here with no Carl Anthony Towns and you know having having McDaniel's questionable. Yeah, absolutely. Um Goldberg, I do think, like you said, is the, is the big piece. Um how but how does this affect the superstars? Or like how does this affect D'Angelo Russell maybe getting off taking a few extra shots or something like that? Like, you know, we're talking about Rudy Gobert at 68, but D'Angelo's at 64 and what yep. should be a pretty pretty competitive game. Like I, I'm very interested in D'Angelo even in this spot. So I think that's kind of where my brain is going while everybody's gravitating Gobert, and they should. I think maybe people will be less interested in Russell. And I think he's got just as easy of a shot to have upside because Carl, you know, Cat is is responsible for a fair amount of their offensive production in terms of points, and Gobert isn't going to make up for that. So I, I think I think D'Angelo Russell has a shot to kind of get off here uh, a few weeks while Cat is while Cat is on the shelf. I really like Anthony Edwards. Just throwing it out there. Um, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100, 171 minutes with Cat off the floor this year. He has a 32% usage rate, averaging 1.26 fantasy points per minute. Um, seven fantasy point increase per 36 minutes with Cat off the floor this year for Anthony Edwards. I wouldn't be shocked if we see him shoot 25-plus times um, with no Cat <laughs> out there. So, uh, I wouldn't ton be of interest. Either. Yeah, a ton of interest in Edwards. He's another guy that I'll be looking at like his point prop and see uh, if we can kind of take advantage of, you know, no Carl Anthony Towns. It, it definitely is an interesting spot for Noel, 28% usage with Cat off the floor. We'd have to probably put, like, Noel on the floor with, like, Edwards and Russell to kind of get a better idea um, if Noel starts. So I'm going to be paying attention to this spot because, yeah, I mean, at 3,900, it's juicy for sure. Uh, Houston at Denver. 
231 and a half total here. Denver, 11 and a half point favorites. Uh, Tate remains out for Houston. Green and Michael Porter Jr. remain out for Denver. Bones Highland questionable. Uh, we'll start here with the Houston side of things. Um, big total in this game. Expected to have really you know solid pace. Uh, what are your thoughts here on Houston? Um, I'm always interested in Houston games. And not only that, Steven, they get to play Denver today. And I almost would prefer that Highland and the gang sat. And, and here's why I say that. If, if you were able to check out the game the other night, Jamal Murray, Stevie, 31 and 25 minutes. Um, without a lot of these other scores, man, my goodness, he was just able to get off. Nikola Jokic, 32 and 27 minutes. Like, if these other guys were to sit against Stevie, I mean, it's the Jokic and Murray show, you know, kind of like the old days, going back to the bubble, going back to pre-bubble when Murray was completely healthy. If they get this spot against Denver and, and Bones Highland sits again, we already know that that uh, MPJ is out. Like, give me all the Murray and Jokic I can handle against Houston. Yeah, I mean, Sangoon, he was, he was doing really good the other night, and the game just kind of got out of hand. He had 14 shot attempts in 23 minutes. Had, he had, I think, 29 or 30 fantasy points. He's really interesting on the the Houston side. It's just it's really tough. If we think the game is going to stay close, um, Jabari Smith Jr. is probably close to where he should be price wise. I think I would prefer Porter Jr. over Jalen Green ceiling wise. But yeah, on the Denver side, I'm with you. I, I like uh, Murray and Jokic a lot. I wrote up Jokic on scores and odds um, Monday in this same exact spot. He came in, I think it was like 45 and a half points, rebounds and assists. Um, so definitely going to be hoping that it comes in around 45 again because oh, yeah. right back to it, right back to it. Like he didn't even need to play a ton in the fourth quarter to absolutely smash Houston the other night. So, yeah, I mean, this game is this game's juicy. Big time. I mean, we have a game coming up. Just to throw it out there, we have a game coming up that is is fantastic. Um, we'll get to it, but we have some really good games on the slate, DFS-wise. Clippers at Utah, 226.5 total. Utah, 6.5-point favorite. Clippers on a back-to-back. Um, we know that Paul George won't play for the Clippers, and we know that Kawhi Leonard won't play. Um, we don't know if John Wall was a sit the first end of a back-to-back, be back for the second end of a back-to-back type of type of out on Monday or Tuesday. Um, and then, I mean, on Utah, Gay and Conley remain out. So let's start here with the Clippers. I mean, do we think John Wall plays? Do we think it matters? <laughs> like, um, at all? I mean, you know, we did see, like, Terrence Mann and Reggie Jackson in the first half of the Portland game on Tuesday uh, play – Pretty big minutes. Um, what are your thoughts here on LA? Um, I mean, if Wall and Kawhi are back, then at that point, I'm Kawhi's out. Kind of... Kawhi's out. Yes. Well, sorry. I think Wall. Mm... If Wall is in, I think I'm still interested in everybody. 
because you know he's still only going to play what two minutes, twenty-two to twenty-five. Um, you know, maybe it affects Reggie Jackson some, but I, I'm still in on those guys. Still in. Yeah, Morris at 5,800 would play decent minutes, but I don't think I want to pay 5,800 for him on a big slate like this. Zubak has really good production with um, George and Kawhi off the floor, but back-to-back for Zubak at 6,400, where I always worry about his minutes anyway, um, definitely concerns me. But, yeah, I mean, this game is not my favorite. And on the Utah side of things, like, I could see Markkinen, you know, having a, a really solid game. I could see Clarkson playing a ton of minutes, getting a ton of shots up. Like, if people are going to game log watch Clarkson against that Chicago game, like, shot 20% from the field and put up eight three-point attempts in 37 minutes. Like, that's the type of shots that I want, um, you know, at, at 7,200. So, I mean, Colin Sexton has been playing 30-plus minutes. He's 5,400. I don't know if he necessarily has the ceiling to win you a tournament, but he's another solid um, potential value play. And then Kelly O is 57. I mean, there's so many good center plays. I think I'm out on him. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Um, I think he's still like even Clark, even though Clark's is seventy two, man. Like with no Conley, I mean, I, I, I'm just I'm going to embrace a little bit of upside here. And I mean, if he goes for forty five ish, like I'm in. I like Colin Sexton. I think everybody will like Colin Sexton. But uh, listen, man. Marketing, 7,900. I mean, he's just playing fantastic this this season. And I don't think people are going to be rushing to play Laurie at 7,900 tonight, which gets me excited because this is a spot that I, I'd absolutely get in, get on the Laurie marketing train. Got a question in YouTube chat. Derek said, what Denver guys would crush in a blowout? I am not in the business of trying to project a blowout. Um I am terrible at that kind of stuff. I mean, they just they just blew out um, Houston the other day. So, I mean, you could go potentially look at how that kind of played out. But, I, I mean, I hate trying to project blowouts. I don't ever feel like you should try to project a blowout. Like, I don't think Ish Schmidt's going to play 20, what was it, 27 minutes again? So, there you go. Yeah. Chicago at Phoenix, 224 total. Phoenix, a five-point favorite on the Chicago side. I mean, the whole team is probable. Uh, Ball remains out, though. Phoenix side, Johnson and CP3 outs. Um, We'll go here with Chicago. Very healthy Chicago team coming into this game. DeRozan keeps chucking, man. Um, You know, 20 shot attempts now in, in five straight games. He was terrible, terrible in the first half the other night and had a really good second half. Um, I'm, I mean, I expect him to keep chucking. Hashtag yeah, DeRozan keep chucking. 
Yeah, and I mean, Stevie, once again, Mr. Midrange, man, just continuing to get it done. Stevie, do you know how many three-pointers he took the other night? I'm not going to look. I'm going to say two. One. I mean, I, mean, just, I could have said God. zero because it's DeRozan, and I, I would have been really close. Yeah, it's like he just keeps getting it done, man. He And the switches turn earlier this season, a little bit more passive. But now, man, I mean, the switch is on. He seems to be playing incredibly well. Uh, I'm with you on DeRozan against Phoenix. This should be a competitive matchup at Phoenix. Um, but I, I'm still in here. And once again, man, like as long as Zach Levine is in this lower 7K range, upper 6K range, I'm just going to keep firing shots. Same thing with Vooch. I don't, you know, because I don't know when the big 50-point game is coming, but it's coming. And at these prices, I think you you consider it big time. Um, Yeah, I, I mean, DeRozan's like the guy that I have interest in, I, you know, Vooch had a great spot a couple. I mean, he's just his usage is so low. He's just not chucking. DeRozan's chucking. DeRozan's chucking. Like Levine's gonna chuck. DeRozan's gonna chuck. Hashtag analysis. Um, I, I have a ton of interest in DeRozan on the props side of things. Um Booker. I mean, yeah. Devin Booker is 10k. We know the the ceiling that he's capable of. I just don't know if I get there today. Um, DeAndre Ayton needed a half a point out of him the other night. Um, one more basket or one more bucket from him, I would have had a really good prop night. I had a really good prop night anyway, but it would have been really good. It was really good, but it would have been really good. Anyway, um, talk to me here about the Phoenix side, Will. Yeah, man. Uh, Phoenix, De- Devin Booker. Uh, or bust in terms of props, Stevie. But I'm with you, man. At 10K, that's very like, – we have to get 50 just to feel good. I, I think w- what you can do, drop this thing in reverse and put put put, put your money on campaign. Didn't have the greatest night against Sacramento, but he's got some upside. So uh, I, I don't mind plugging in campaign when I guess the rest of the industry <clears throat> may be forgetting about him. I know Mikel Bridges, man. He just keeps putting up these odd fantasy point games in weird spots. I just can't pay 7K for Mikel Bridges. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, 7,800. He's starting to put up some big numbers. I can't play him at 7,800, man. I think it's just uh, a uh, pain for me, and it's a pain for me to say that. But I just I think everybody's priced appropriately with with Paul Allen and with what they've been doing recently. All right, we got Indiana at Sacramento, 239 total in this game. Sacramento, a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Duarte and Tice remain out. Lyles is doubtful for Sacramento. Will, not even close. Not even close. My favorite play on this slate is Halliburton. Not even factoring in the revenge factor of going into Sacramento. That has nothing to do with it. This dude is on another level right now. He has like 20, 30 upside right now. Um, <laughs> but you laugh, but it's it, like his ceiling is 20, 30. Um, and not rebounds, assists. Like he is someone that can put up 20 assists and it wouldn't shock me. I'm going to be 
playing his points and assists like on every single site that I can for fantasy props today. I don't care what the number comes in at. It's been coming in at like 29 and a half. And eventually these sites are going to be like, hey, we need to catch up on Halliburton just being insane. Um, he's my favorite play on the slate. It's not close. This game is so good. Bad defense, fast-paced teams. This game is great. Hey, I couldn't agree more, Stevie. And as you say that, of course, I don't have any points assists available on price picks or sleeper for uh of course for, uh, listen, for Halliburton. But listen, it it's I have been jamming this a lot this year, and it is coming at 29 and a half a lot, and I just keep hitting the over button every time. Hey, just take it, man. Keep taking like you could just until, his until assist comes in at like 11 and a half, and you could just take the point prop at 29 and a half. It's whatever, whatever. Um, anyway, talk to me here. Like, okay, I'm I'm excited about Halliburton, no doubt. Um, talk to me here about Indiana. I mean, my 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 favorite players in these type spots, man. And I keep saying it, like, Benedict Mathurin, man, if, if he gets 30 minutes, Stevie, if he gets 30, like, it's on and popping. It, it's it's going to be a good day in the neighborhood. So I uh, I, I get real excited, you know, when, when I see him, you know, on a slate like this. And I, I think he's probably uh, going to end up being my, my favorite player um, because I, I just – I think there's just so much, so much upside there. And um, I just, I, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I, I mean, I think Turner has some upside in this game at 7,600. He's someone that can go for 45 plus. Um, I mean, outside of those two guys, though, I just know like Halliburton is going to make every team that I build. I'm just going to um that's like how confident I am in this spot. So like if Halliburton has a bad game, just know that I'm probably not doing well cuz I'm going to be playing him in a ton of fantasy props too. So um the Sacramento side of this game like is this a ceiling spot for Sabonis? Um I mean, I think Fox is someone like he's kind of fallen under the radar cuz he hasn't had like a big game recently. Malik Monk is 4900 over 26 minutes in two of the last three games. And he's had really solid games. The game that he didn't get minutes like in that like upper tier was Boston. That game was not even close. So like, I mean, a lot of good spots here on the Sacramento side of this game too. Yeah, man. Like, look, I can't say enough about how well De'Aaron Fox has played like overall, just in a general sense. And so I like him a ton. I don't hate Sabonis in this spot. Like, it's, this game should be, Stevie, I mean, one of the highest scoring games on the slate. And when it comes down to it, for that reason, he's kind of fallen off here recently. I don't mind investing in Harrison Barnes in tournaments. And Kevin Gerter, like, he's been another guy that I've really liked in tournaments as well. So uh, give me all the Kevin Herter I can handle here on this particular slate. I didn't even think about Herter um at 5500 i love that call 
he, I mean, a good shooting night for him. We're looking at 40 plus fantasy points. Yes. Um, and so. he, he's one I've been taking his over points, rebounds, assist prop for whatever reason, Steve, it sits anywhere from 19 and a half to 20 and a half every game. And, and yeah, we could probably take his points at 13 and a half, but you know, in the, in the off chance, he scores 13 points. Exactly. He's been involved with the peripherals. So the points, rebounds, assists have been there because if he scores 17, he's going over the points, rebounds, assists, regardless. I like the herder call, Will. I, uh, he wasn't written down on my, my paper, but I just wrote it down. Um, love that. I love that call. I love that call. Good game. Good game. Maybe even a great game, DFS-wise. So, um, yeah, I like this spot for just this whole game. Finishing it out, we got Portland Adelaide taking the Lakers 226 total here. Lakers a five and a half point favorites. Uh back to back for Portland. We found out yesterday that Lillard probably won't be back till Sunday. Um, so we know he's not gonna play in this one. LeBron and Anthony Davis, like every single day. Um their question they're on the on the sheet as probable. So we're expecting them both to play in this one um talk to me here about portland oh man portland like this is another team where if if all these guys continue to sit we're starting to get some cheap pieces here steven and i i do mean some like for instance justice winslow at 4600 you know if he's going to get 30 plus minutes he's he's a guy that we can play you've seen the past couple games stevie 46 minutes 37 minutes against brooklyn like he's he's a guy that we can get involved in uh, with. Excuse me. We've seen uh, the scoring really come up for Jeremy Grant. Now, I wish we were getting consistent peripherals, Stevie. Like four rebounds, five assists, stuff like that. He's not consistent with those mid four to five in each category. So we are actually depending on him a good bit for actual scoring. But against the Lakers, they probably will need him for actual scoring. So I don't mind rolling him out there. You know, if he gets if he scores anywhere near 30 real points, he should be in the 40s for fantasy points. So I like him at 7,100 against the Lakers here, who are just, man, it's on the struggle bus. Yeah, I mean, if you don't want to pay 7,100 for him, you could definitely look at him on, like, sleeper and take his point prop. Um, it probably comes in at, like, 21 and a half. I mean, they don't tend like sleeper and price picks and like underdog and stuff. They don't tend to adjust fast on like a, they'll look at Grant's like average for the last few games and maybe it comes in at, like 21 and a half. Jump on that. Um, I just looked, it's not out yet. Um, I was curious. Maybe it comes in a little bit higher, but I, I definitely don't mind him at 7,100. Um, Simon's at 8,200. I know it'd be the second end of a back-to-back, but I'm not too concerned. His ceiling is still high enough where I think you could play him. Love the Justice Winslow call. He's played back-to-backs already this season. I don't think it'd be a problem for him um, on the on the back-to-back side of things. Um, if anybody gets ruled out, Sharp could potentially be a good value play. Um, if Nurkic doesn't play Eubanks, uh, I mean, just adjust to the news on the second end of a back-to-back. On the Lakers side of things, like, well, I have a legit question for you. You know, we've talked about a lot of studs on this slate. Like, who is who started? Like, who's stopping eighty in this game? Uh, I mean, he's ten oh, seven. No I don't know if I like pay ten seven for him, but who's stopping AD in this game? If he gets like a twenty twenty five shot night, like 
he's going to smash in this spot. Nobody's stopping AD if he's going to decide to play. Um, you know, LeBron is in, but look, man, LeBron's – I love LeBron James. has had an in, impeccable career. He's getting older, though, and the injuries are starting to pile up and more significant injuries, which is kind of slowing the seasons down. So they essentially need AD to carry this team, and I think if, if LeBron can continuously buy into that fact – and be more of the secondary star, if, if you get what I'm saying, Stevie. Like, we're not saying don't score your points and rebounds and assists. We're saying, hey, man, you don't have to score 30. Like, let AD do the heavy lifting, and you come in and score 20 to 25, and that should help push him along. Russ comes off the bench, gets his 12 to 15 points, 15 to 18, and now we've got a recipe for success. Um I'm saying that to say, man, like I've been in on the AD train no matter what. So I uh I I love AD. Someone in chat um said Father Time. Those commercials are hilarious. Um so there you go. I, I mean, yeah, I think that kind of sums up this game, sums up this slate. Let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here, Will. Um Favorite play, we're going to use DraftKings like we normally do. Favorite play, under 5,000 to go 7X. Who do you got today? Hmm. God, this guy isn't. I'll use him for another one. Uh, I think, Steve, I'm going to go with a guy that was in, in the previous game. I think I actually like Justice Winslow. And... I think that's where I'm going to sit because I feel like his minutes are going to be stable. I I wrote down Malik Monk. I, I mean, even going through the slate, I'm going to stick to my Malik Monk um, write-down that I did pre-show. Um, I like the 7X potential for him. He's gone over 7X in two of the last three games. The role seems kind of growing for him. And I mean, he's boomer bust. He could have been my let's get weird GPP play today, but I like Malik Monk um, over 8k to go under five X. Who is your bust today? I think we've got a fair amount of options here, Stevie. And this is someone that we talked about together. And I, and I think it's either one or the other, but I think I'm going with Devin Booker at 10 K. Feels really expensive for, for this particular slate in this spot. I mean, I'm with you as far as like looking at these extensive guys and going, eh, like I'm going Embiid with this question today. Embiid can smash any team on any given slate. He he could smash Evan Mobley in this game, and I could have pie on my face, and that's fine. It's just I don't think I'm playing Embiid over Jokic. I don't think I'm playing Embiid over John Morant. Like I'm going to go Embiid today. Um, I like some of these guys more. Maybe he does get 5X, but I don't think Embiid beats me today. I think that game is the slowest paced game on the slate. Good defense. I think it's just going to game. He could have a really solid like 35-point game and still not get um, like in optimals. So I'm going to go Embiid. Who's your favorite 6X play today? Um, 
I think I'm gonna go with Benedict Mathurin, man. Like, all right. I I, I love this spot if, <laughs> against Sacramento. Like, if he gets 30 minutes, Stevie, like he should go off. So, love this spot. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going. I already said it, and if you listened, I love Halliburton. I think Halliburton is going to absolutely smash in this game and go for over 60 fantasy points for three times in the last four games. Uh, give me Halliburton for 6X tonight at 9,500. Let's get weird GPP play of the day. It is a 13-game slate. There's plenty of places to get weird today. Where are you getting weird, Will? Well, I think for me, man, it's this odd game with Miami and Boston. And if these guys are out, I'm going back to the well with Kyle Lowry and hoping he taps on the fountain of youth just one more time. I don't think this guy's going to be popular. I could be wrong, but I'm going to go Triple J. I think this is a great spot. A lot of people are going to be looking at Minnesota for value, and I don't know how many people run it back with Triple J. So I'm going to go Triple J here. Hoping that like that Knicks game showed us like they're willing to play him thirty plus minutes. Um, so I'm gonna go Triple J as my let's get weird GPP play of the day. Uh, any bets standing out to you here night before? Um, honestly, I th- I think I'm with you on this Halliburton uh, prop as long as it's not past twelve and a half. I think if it's 11 and a half or under, Stevie, on the assist prop, I think we take it. I think if KD is sitting around anywhere from 27 and a half to 29 and a half with the points, I think we take it. Um, I think if you want to, you know, get something frisky early um, prior to prior to any news, like if you get any Jamal Murray point props, he's been around 18 and a half. I think I'm inclined to take the over there. Like, you know, it's, it's it's all these weird spots that people may not be thinking about. Those are the ones I want to take. I know that was three, so uh, didn't mean to hog up props, but, man, you know, I just I love that stuff. I mean, I already said um, points assist prop for Halliburton is something that I'm going to be looking at. I love um, your herder call. I'll be looking into that. I wrote that down. Um, so, yeah, I mean, fun slates. Um Fun slate. I mean, it, it's it's shaping up to be a fun one. Uh, so with that said, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back tomorrow talking football. Um, only one basketball game slate for Thursday. So definitely not worried about that one. Um, be a fun little showdown slate for people that are into that stuff. So hope everyone has a fantastic Wednesday. We'll be back Thursday talking football. Good luck. We will see you then.